Welcome, welcome to the D Bronx Podcast, a Denver Broncos podcast for fans by fans. If you want to hear what the experts have to say, you might want to go somewhere else. But if you want to hear the latest news, analysis, and opinions from fellow diehard Bronco fans, you are in the right place. Now, three guys who take Bronco football seriously, but not themselves. Your hosts, Austin, Ian, and Kevin Etheridge. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to D-Bronx Podcast uh, post-free agent or maybe mid-free agency edition. I'm sure there's still some signings that need to happen, but my name is Austin. I am joined here with Ian. Ian, how you doing? Pretty good. How are you? How are you doing? I'm doing great. Doing great. Kevin, how you doing? Hey, glad to be here. Doing well. Hey, me too. We got we got a lot to talk about last last episode that we got a chance to uh, record and release. Uh, we were actually discussing a lot about quarterback options and what we wanted or thought would happen in regards to uh, the quarterback room. I think I think a lot of us ended up, or a couple of us at least, ended up kind of guessing uh, that Drew Locke would probably end up being the starter because we were kind of our. Uh, belief was that the the trade market was kind of dry in terms of getting Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson or anyone else that we really wanted. So I think we all kind of predicted that it was more than likely going to be Drew Locke to start the season. And then we also went over like options that we would like to happen. And boy, how things have changed. Uh, so we we have a quarterback. Uh, and we no longer have Drew Locke. Um, Broncos sent two first-round picks, two second-round picks, and uh, was it a sixth-round, fifth-round pick? In exchange um, for a fourth, yeah. In, yeah, exchange for a fourth. And then Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, and uh, wow, what's his name? Drew Locke, duh. I was yeah, literally duh. just saying that. And Drew Locke, we sent those it to the Seattle Seahawks in exchange for Seattle Seahawks and a four or I'm sorry, Seattle Seahawks for Russell Wilson and a, and a fourth four. round draft pick. This is nuts. This is nuts. This happened. I know we were talking about this a little bit off air. Aaron Rodgers decided to go back to Green Bay, and I know every Broncos fan, including myself and both of you guys, were feeling the pit of despair for a moment there. And then almost, I think, Kevin, you said almost exactly to the minute, an hour later, Russell Wilson traded to the Broncos. Give me your thoughts, Kevin. Your first, What was your initial reaction to hearing this kind of news? Well, I, I mean, it certainly feels a lot like um... – what was it, 2012, when we, we signed Peyton Manning. And it's only been, what, 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at the time, it was almost unheard of that a franchise quarterback would be traded or move, or just become a, available switch and teams, move to yeah. another team, switch teams. Boy, how the NFL has changed over the last 10 years. Now it's become almost commonplace. So, Especially this year. Especially this year. So, listen, R- Russell Wilson, uh, look, he's been 10 years in the league. He's been to two Super Bowls. He's won one. He's won over 100 games. Uh, you know, the numbers are great. He's thrown n- nearly 300 touchdowns. Um, 
And, you know, the, the, sort of the, the key metrics that you look for in a quarterback, completion percentage, he's sitting at 65%. <laughs> yeah. You need to be at least at 65%, right, in, in, in the modern NFL. Uh, his TD to interception ratio is like three and a half to one. Uh, not many people are better than that. Aaron Rodgers is, but he's in he's Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> League of his own. Um, you know, so and, – and in 10 years, interesting stat, Wilson has finished – uh, seven years with a hundred quarterback rating or higher. And in the other three years, he was in the nineties. So he has just been incredibly consistent. Uh, he also has been very durable. He's a thick, muscular, shorter quarterback, five ten, five eleven. But with his elusiveness and his ability to read the defense and, 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 and get rid of the, uh, the ball, uh, quickly um, has kept him healthy, right? He had he had some injury issues last year. I think his thumb or hand. The finger, yeah, finger. So look, a, a fantastic signing. I, I didn't. I, I I had Aaron Rodgers was on number one on my wish wish list. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't happen. I'm not so sure that getting Russell Wilson isn't actually a better fit for the Broncos than Rodgers would have been. Um, look no further than their ages. Uh, Wilson yeah, better for the is, long term, I would say. Wilson, I believe, is five years five years younger. What I didn't realize about Wilson until recently is that he wants to play until he's forty five. I guess because <laughs> you have Brady out there at forty five. Now everybody thinks they can play till forty five. But 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 you know Wilson has spent. Um, of late, a million dollars. This is out of pocket. A million dollars a year of his own money on nutrition, on fitness. He has a team of people advising him. He puts the work in. So this is a guy. You know, if he doesn't make it, you know, another eleven or twelve years, I'll I'll take six to eight. Me too. But he's he, he's not looking to he's not looking to cash in on one final contract. He's looking to play another. 10 years plus so that is not something that at 38 slash 39 Aaron Rodgers would be able to do now having said all that oh sorry a couple other things uh, the press conference wildly impressed with how they handled himself yeah he says he's a lot like Manning he says all the right things and like Manning he seems very genuine mm-hmm. um, good family um, religious uh, man, uh, high character, um, just a lot to like. He, he, um, no one has ever questioned his uh, uh, leadership skills, his work ethic. So it's an A-plus signing, no question. I would just finish by saying, in my heart of hearts, I wish Drew Locke had worked out for a whole host of reasons. I really, as a Broncos fan, I, I – I would love to have a homegrown quarterback. An in-house guy, yeah. Yeah, somebody that it's ours. We drafted mm-hmm. him, we developed him, and he's here for 15 years. Mm-hmm. And I'm a little bit jealous of the Kansas City Chiefs and the, and the L.A. Chargers. Buffalo our Bills. They, Buffalo Bills, they have the homegrown guys. Listen, that's not going to happen for us now. and um, Not, I guess for, that's not okay. for a while now. So, uh, so I so final thing I would say I believe with Russell's credentials and with the surrounding cast, the guy's no dummy. He targeted 
Denver. I love the fact that this is the only place you wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and he's got a great offensive system, you know, uh, to step into with Hackett coming in. I, you know, even though the AFC West, it's like an arms race going on, right? The AFC West is like the SEC <laughs> yeah, you know, well, of I college know. football. It's crazy <laughs> how good the West is. I still feel like this move and some of the others we'll talk to puts us in Super Bowl contention. I think clearly we're a playoff team now. Oh, yeah. And this puts us in Super Bowl contention. So great job, George Payton. Great signing. Now we have something to be genuinely hopeful and optimistic about. Amen. I, I, yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, everything he said, he touched a lot of the points that I was going to touch on. Um, so well, well said, well done. A plus, I mean, hundred percent on this trade. I, uh, you know, it, it hurts to see guys go, you know, you don't want to see like, didn't, didn't want to see Shelby Harris go. You know, I just think of him specifically. I think he was kind of a fan favorite, uh, just got a contract last year, you know, um, didn't want to see him go. Noah Fant, he'd underperformed last year, uh, to some degree, but didn't want to see him go. Even Drew Locke, um, you know, like you were saying, like you'd love to have that guy that's homegrown. You'd love to have that guy that you drafted. You have those first five years of club con- cost control, and then you're able to just have that franchise guy from from day one. And so um, Drew Locke is obviously a very likable guy and certainly uh, easy to root for in that regard. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just it hurts to see guys go, but man – to get a fran- a true franchise quarterback in Russell Wilson like we did in 2012 when we got Peyton Manning. Uh, it's just, I was elated when I heard this. I was elated because I actually did say in our last podcast that uh, as much as I love Rodgers and I think he's the better quarterback today on this date, you know, Russell Wilson was the guy that I wanted more because he's younger. He's going to be playing longer. Um, because he's, you know, you guys know me. I'm a very faith-based guy, and I like that Russell Wilson's the same way. And Russell Wilson's just such a likable, humble guy that is incredibly easy to root for in that in that way too. So um, this was my preferred move, and so when when it happened, you know, I I had kind of written it off as like, oh, th- there's no way that's going to happen. So it's either going to be uh, Aaron Rodgers or or nothing, which don't get me wrong, I would have been elated to get Aaron Rodgers too. But when he went back to Green Bay, I was like, we're done. Like, we ain't getting anyone worth worth anything. Like, it was quarterback purgatory for at least another year. And then an hour later, it was announced. Broncos traded for Russell Wilson. This is where Russell Wilson wanted to be. Apparently, this... Russell Wilson is is who the organization wanted. That 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 Russell Wilson was the top target, not Aaron Rodgers. Based on everything that I've heard, um, it was it was kind of Russell Wilson or nothing. Is kind of kind of the way that at least they made it sound. Now they may have maybe that wasn't a hundred percent true, but that's at least the way they made it sound. Um, best deep ball thrower <laughs> in the league. I mean, this guy is untouchable at throwing deep balls. So I, I we're going to see quite a bit of that, I think, uh, going deep to, to Sutton and Tim Patrick. We may see some of that with uh, Jerry Judy, but as we know, Jerry Judy's more route runner, 
more uh, more finesse in that regard. So I think we're going to see him open up, uh, you know, going deep with Patrick and Sutton's going to open up a lot of space for Judy to work uh, on some of those underneath routes and get some of that yards after catch that we love to see. So I- I'm really excited. I mean, I'm just, I'm, even if we only got five years out of him, like that would be entirely worthwhile trade for me, but it sounds like we could get significantly more. He's going to get a huge contract. That's, you know, one downside to getting such an established guy is there's no cost control anymore. You know, the quarterback's got all the, uh, the leverage in that kind of sit in this kind of situation. So he's going to get huge money, especially when you get some of these contracts that have been happening this year, especially, Oh man, Deshaun Watson getting 230 million guaranteed. is just, uh, I don't even want to touch that. So Russell Wilson should get more than that. Like, honestly, he should get more than that. Deshaun Watson was before all these court cases came up. He was a great quarterback, but even then he was still four and twelve his last year as a starter. So as good as he was as a quarterback, he still wasn't much of a winner. You know, he wasn't he wasn't elevating the guys around him. So Russell Wilson is somebody who he's been playing with a terrible roster for several years now and has just been elevating the team around him. You know, last year was one of their worst finishes, and three three or four of the games he didn't even play in. Um because of that finger issue that we were talking about. And then it, it can be argued that he may have returned too soon from that finger injury. But, uh, man, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just beyond stoked. Ian, what are you thinking? Probably the same, I would assume. <laughs> yeah, pretty much ditto on all that. Um, yeah, I was pretty, I was pretty, ditto. I was pretty elated when I heard the news about, because I mean, you got to think of it this way. What happens if we didn't get Russell Wilson and the AFC West made all the moves they did? Oh, we would be we would be a we would be four win max. We buried. I'm talking buried under buried. underneath the stadium. Dude. Done. It's yeah. It would just really dude. Like the pass rushers in this place are insane. But um, no, I I, I, I was on, I'm not a big social media guy. I hate it. I use it when I have to. But I was on Twitter today watching Russell Wilson just throw dimes to Cortland Sutton, and then oh yeah, that was good to see with a Broncos helmet. With the Broncos looks good, and it says, "Uh oh." <laughs> <laughs> That's what Russell Wilson put. Uh oh, I saw that, and then put you know obviously you know uh, tagged Court Cortland Sutton in it. It looked it looked good. It looked good. It, you know, I was I, I was immediately like, yeah. See, they're already. Oh, I can get behind it. They're already working. They're already working. Could K- I can get behind that? Could KJ Hamler come back from that injury and become the Tyler Lockett? That'd be, I'd love it. That'd man. be cool. Really, kind of almost one of the same. Kind of really same ish player. Uh, obviously, Lockett's probably better, but. Um, well, yeah. I mean, but here's the thing. But he's got, had Russell got, Wilson got, his whole career. <laughs> Well, K- KJ Hamler was a a second was second round pick, wasn't he? Yep. Yeah, Tyler Lockett was like a fourth. Yeah, exactly. So KJ Hamler, at least Damn. coming out of college, is actually a better prospect. A better prospect. Yeah. Obviously, Lockett's become who Lockett is. Lockett's a great receiver. He's made some of the most ridiculous catches that I've seen in the league in a lot of years. Yeah. Um, but you could be a product uh, of your quarterback too. And that's the thing is like. 
you could be, and I, I, I know, I know, like some people were talking about, oh yeah, he's going to lesser receivers because they had DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. I'm like, uh, we don't actually know that. Like, you can't just compare stats because those guys were playing with Russell Wilson, while our guys were playing with Drew Lock, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, and you know Joe Flacco. Cortland Sutton had Joe Flacco for that part of that year, and like. Yeah. You can't, you can't, they're not comparable. You know what I mean? Like, you can't compare those stats, you know? I wouldn't say they're, think, that's a lesser receiving group. I think it's a far superior receiving group. I think it's more superior, but I, I've just, I'm just saying that I've heard that argument. I just oh, yeah. It's, I, it's ridiculous. You can't, and, and oftentimes the people presenting that argument will try to use their stats, and I'm like, that's not telling me anything. Like, you're not telling me anything, because the quarterbacks were on different stratospheres entirely yeah not even uh, the same not even the same sport not even the same well sport. listen <laughs> here, here's what has to happen we need to place a premium on catching the ball you know Judy. we have Judy. we have a lot of talented guys playing wide receiver Cortland sutton probably the best of the bunch now he wasn't himself last year but he's coming off an acl and generally speaking guys need about 18 months or so to, to deal yeah. with it psychologically. So he should be 100% mental, mentally and physically, uh, Cortland mm-hmm. Sutton. You know, Tim Patrick is far and away the most dependable guy we have. He doesn't drop the ball. Jerry Judy is the opposite of that. Now, what I'm hoping is that with Russell Wilson and his reputation um, – and his um, professionalism and his ability to put the ball exactly where it needs to be, I think you may see Jerry Judy finally break out. If he doesn't break mm-hmm. out with Russell Wilson, then he is not going to break out. Then he's not going to. And K.J. Hambler, now he's only going to be a year removed from that knee, but we really need him because he's the deep threat you know, take the top off the defense. The final thing I would say about a receiving core, at least for now, you know, we talked about, you know, the trade and we lost our number one tight end. But it, it, it sounds like the Broncos are incredibly high on Albert O. I mean, he is – he's the number one tight yeah. end. Um, yeah. And, you know, he has speed. He he. Definitely had flash plays over his first two years. He dealt with, dealt with the the injury, of course, in his first year. So you know he's got a golden opportunity uh, to, to to really really set himself apart, uh, set himself up for another contract. But they, you know, they feel he's the guy. Fourth round draft pick a few years back, and he could be a real difference maker for us this year. But I think you know, as yeah. you guys were alluding to, Russell is Wilson is just going to elevate the play of everybody on the, on the offensive side of the ball, starting with Agreed. the receivers. Yep. Agreed. It's going to take, and it's, it's also going to take pressure off the running game. So Javante Williams, it's great a year as we saw him have last year. That's going to explode even um, when the, you know, I think they are going to do a little bit more of the, the quote unquote, let Russ cook than the Seahawks were willing to do. Um, <laughs> but that is going to open things in the run game as well. And so, we're going to see Javante Williams have a big year. Now, Albert O, I think he's he, he's going to be their number one, I think, without a doubt. Oh, yeah. He's going to be their number one, and he's that big vertical-type threat. Um, and, you know, he can go up the seams, do the wheel routes down the sidelines, stuff like that. Now, the one thing is, 
historically, Russell Wilson hasn't been he the tight end is not the biggest target for him on the field. He only uses him in so the, I don't, the red zone. Yeah, so I don't necessarily think Albert O is going to have a Travis Kelsey type of year. Now, obviously, that's you know that's maybe exaggeration, um, but I think he's going to be very good. But it's also just to remember Russell Wilson's pretty much always targeting receivers for the most part. That's just that's just how he's played historically. Now things can change, um, but that's just I I see. The receiving the receivers room really having the biggest outburst out of the group, um, at least catching the ball. Uh, yeah, because I think. Uh, but Albert O will, will absolutely have his. I don't think they. I don't think he's going to be left out in the cold. Yeah, because um, I think. Uh, I think Jimmy Graham when he played for Seattle, five years ago or whatever, I think he had like thirty catches, and I think eleven of them were for touchdowns. Was it eleven touchdowns? It was like ten or eleven touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, you guys. I mean, that's yeah. He just, I mean, the guy would you, Russell just throws it to him when when they're in the end zone. So, yeah, no, I'm not going to complain about that. No, <laughs> a, a, a lot of well, it's going to be scheme, may, but, go but but Russell's going to throw to whoever's open. Oh yeah, I I agree. I'm just talking historically. Has you know he's had several tight ends over the years, and none of them have really had huge outbursts, uh, like like other you know like. You know, obviously you have guys like Tom Brady targets his tight ends all the time, you know. Um, so it's just different, you know. It's just a different uh, – and that's – I think a big part of that is because Russell Wilson is is far more inclined to take the deep shot than some other guys are. And generally mm-hmm. tight ends are more predominantly featured in the quick game or the shorter game. And Russell Wilson just historically likes to take the deep shot, you know. So – um, I either it don't matter. I don't even care. I don't care how it comes. I don't care which receiver it comes through. Uh, the whole the whole offense is going to explode. And I think, as has been talked about, I think Russell Wilson's going to be such a huge, such a great fit in uh, in Hackett's system. I think he's he's going to be a perfect fit in Hackett's system, which does oftentimes. Well, first of all, he's really good at just tailoring the offense to to who's playing, but also just because uh, he does tailor up the deep shots quite often. Like that's something that he is um, inclined to do. And Aaron Rodgers got some of his best years under Nathaniel Hackett. And Aaron Rodgers has been Aaron Rodgers since day one, essentially. And to get some of his best years with Hackett means that we may get some of the best years that Russell Wilson's ever had. Back, you know, back to back MVPs. Back-to-back MVPs. Russell Wilson's never gotten an MVP vote. That's going to change. Yeah, that's changing. Mark my words. Hopefully this year. That's going to change. <laughs> that's going to change in a Broncos <laughs> uniform. So I am, I mean, to say that oh, I'm just so stoked. I'm just so stoked about this. Now, we should probably turn our attention because if you're a Broncos fan, you've heard people talk endlessly about Russell Wilson, which is, I, I, I eat every moment of it up. So, don't don't hear me wrong, but we do need to talk about some other things here. We need to talk about the free agents we've we've uh, we've been bringing in, and also some guys maybe that we haven't that maybe we feel like we should have or or what have you. But I do want to talk about some of those uh, as well. By the way, just real quick before we move on, um, I saw I can't remember what outlet it was, but it may have been ESPN, but they were ranking uh, the top five 
Well, I saw one where he's ranking the top five rosters in the NFL, and Denver was in that. And then I saw another one that was ranking the top five offensive weapons, and Denver was in that as well at number five. That was Colin um, in the NFL. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay, that may was have been. today. I, too. I just. Oh yeah, yeah. So I I saw it recently. I saw, I guess today. Uh, and I just felt, you know wanted to bring that up. So even amidst this insanely, insanely stacked AFC West that now has God. Khalil Mack back in the division, that now has Chandler Jones in the division, that now has Devontae Adams teaming up with his college quarterback, Fresno State, uh, Derek Carr, and Devontae Adams. Now they're going to be a thing. Uh, Jason Kansas Jackson. City goes and gets... Kansas City goes and gets uh, yeah J.C. Jackson with the Chargers. Kansas City goes and gets Juju Smith-Schuster as their number three receiver, and it's like <laughs> I just this is gonna this I, I I will say this I don't think I've ever seen a division in history that's better than this division is. Yeah. Now I can't speak I, I'm speaking for the modern era of NFL because I you know I'm. 30 years old, so I can only speak for my time frame. But I don't think that, to my knowledge, there's never been a, a division. We may have four playoff teams come out of the AFC West. It could be. We may have four play. We may have the division winner and all three wild cards come out of the AFC West. Oh, I know the Super Bowl. Unless we just beat the division. crap out of each other, you know. You know you're in a good division when Russell Wilson, who is a bona fide, uh, almost surefire Hall of Famer, is arguably the third best QB in the. Uh, <laughs> I know, isn't that yeah, insane? It is really insane. So, hey, let's move on to some of these other free agents. Yeah, let's do that. So, the first one I want to talk about is probably the flashiest signing that we've had so far. That's Randy Gregory, right? And I know a lot of us were hoping that Von Miller would come back. He was obviously going to be more expensive, but he's also, you know, face of the franchise for so long. Um, he ended up going to the Bills for. A ton of money. Buttloads of money. <laughs> Buttload of money. <laughs> uh, we did not get like Chandler Jones or maybe some of the other guys that we were looking at. We ended up with Randy Gregory, Dallas Cowboy, uh, for the past uh, what six seasons, uh, I believe. He came out of came out of college in 2015. I want to get your guys' grades, so we're gonna go through these free agents. I just want to get kind of an A to F grade on these signings, how you feel about them, and uh, then we'll. Uh, uh, just kind of compile what we think the overall haul has been so far. Now, signings are not done, but uh, we'll find out. Ian, we'll start with you on Randy Gregory. What do you think about this? Well, I think he's great motor. He can get to the he can get to the quarterback. I mean, obviously, hasn't got there that many times. Like, average about six 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 sacks a year or something like that. Been in the lead about six years. I think he's only played about two and a half <laughs> total. Yeah. <laughs> You know, man, yeah, you just stop, you know, sometimes you got to put down the bong, bud. Um, but um, I like the signing. It wasn't who I originally wanted. I wanted, even more than Von Miller, I wanted Chandler Jones. Uh, mm-hmm. That was the guy that I really wanted was Chandler Jones. Now, I like the age that we get with Gregory, so we're a little bit younger. Um, obviously, Von Miller and Jones are... I mean, they're still in their early thirties, but you know, for a, you know, for an edge rusher, you know, you know, one foot's in the grave. Um, <laughs> but um, 
Unless you got like Demarcus Ware, guys like that. Yeah, I mean, you, you're gonna find a couple of them. You can find like a Jared Allen. It's gonna be some weird stuff. You know, yeah, Michael Strahan stuff like that. Um, but I, I like it. I, I think when I first heard it, I, I was, I was around a C. But the more and more I've talked to Dallas fans, listen to Dallas and media, that I'm like, uh, are we gonna get the same headaches that Dallas had for so long? And Jerry Jones mm. just kept on, you know. All right, you know, someday he'll turn around, kind of like a Josh Gordon. Um, unlike Josh Gordon, it sounds like this guy, he's been sober for three years. Um, and uh, it seems like he, he's actually made a change in his life. And, yeah. And, uh, hey, awesome, awesome. He's got a great story. He's got a great backstory, too. It's a really great backstory behind him. Um, so, hey, you know. Five years, seventy million dollars. I mean, really, it's only basically a two-year contract. But um, I, you know, I originally said it was a C. I give it, I give it a B plus now. Kevin, why don't you go ahead and jump in real quick? Okay, so Randy Gregory, um, yeah, I liked it at first, but the more I've scrutinized it, I have a lot of question marks regarding this signing. Uh, so, yes, as, as Ian uh, alluded to, I think Gregory has actually missed more games than he's played. Uh, I think he's played like 50 games and he's not played 56 games. And the reason he hasn't played is suspensions. He's had he's had uh, drug problems. Um, he's failed multiple tests. I know he deals with um, social anxiety or phobia. So there's a lot going on with him. He's a complex individual, uh, and he hasn't mm -hmm. been able to stay on the field. Now, you know, the best predictor of future behavior is what? Past. Past. Past behavior. So mm -hmm. this is a incredible high-risk signing. Uh, I don't think anyone doubts his physical skills, uh, but most, you know, sort of thinking individuals would, would, would question his ability to stay on the field. Now, I do understand that with the CBA, they're not doing the, the, the drug testing that they used to do. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not even sure they're testing at all during the regular season. Once not, a year. It's once yeah, a year. Yeah, so, yeah, it, and I'm sure Peyton looked at <laughs> looked at that. <laughs> so, you know, um, I, you know, the, 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 the other part of the evaluation is, you know, what else was available, um, you know, Edge rushers um, are really difficult <laughs> to to find. Um, so he was he was available. Clearly, our scouting department liked what they saw. He put together a lot of good stuff on film. Uh, he he's <clears throat> just an incredible specimen. So you know, we're, right now we've got Gregory and Bradley Chubb. Uh, I would say mm -hmm. I would say both these guys have fairly high ceilings. But they also have incredibly yeah. low floors, um, yeah, in, given given agreed. given their histories. So uh, we've got some decent backups. You know, I think Peyton swung for defense here. Let's hope he had a home run. There is that potential with Gregory, and maybe a change of scenery is exactly what he needs. Um, so I would give it an incomplete grade. That's a little bit of a cop out, but you know, probably forced to give a grade. I, I think I'd agree with. Ian, would you say B, B minus, B plus, something like that, somewhere in the B, B range? Plus. All right, I'll, I'll give it a B. 
Great. Yeah, I'm not. I, I mean, you guys, you guys do a good job covering pretty much the main points that I want to touch on. Uh, so I'm not going to have too much to say. Uh, we stole him away from the Cowboys, literally, uh, which is always nice. <laughs> uh, I do like that. Um, but yeah, he's very, very high risk. Very, very high risk. And uh, I'm a prom- I'm one of the proponent proponents of like a guy like Bryce Callahan bringing him back. But what's the major knock on him? He doesn't stay on the field, right? That's a big reason people want to move on from him. Are people going to feel the same way about Randy Gregory in two years or three years or what have you because he can't stay on the field, you know? And that's the thing is Randy Gregory has even more reasons he can't stay on the field. It's not just injuries. It's been injuries, but it's also been behavioral, you know, and decisions and choices that he's made. Um, So it's very high risk, very high risk. And... Uh, I mean, I'm one of the camp that really wanted Vaughn Miller. And I think part of that is, I think part of that's sentimental, but also because uh, he was, he produced, he produced at a high level last year um, with uh, the Rams in the playoffs and towards the end of the year. And in September with us, he was the defensive player of the month for us in September uh, when he had no one really doing anything on the other side of him. So I think that showed that he, that, him having a good season wasn't necessarily a fluke. Um, like I think some people believe, I think everyone, a lot of people like to chalk it up to, Oh, well he had Aaron Donald. Well, he didn't when he won defensive player of the month. So, True. um, but he was also extremely expensive and I totally understand not wanting to pay him that kind of money. Um, so Randy Gregory comes in, he's got a very high pressure percentage, which I love. He doesn't get home as often as you'd like to see. He doesn't get to the quarterback as much but as he, you'd like to see. But he hurries him. But he does hurry him, and he hits him. And that can, in the right defensive system, if, and if used the right way, and he's on the field, uh, can translate. Can that can translate to sack numbers very quickly. So high risk, high reward. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a C plus because I'm because I'm just like right in that middle ground of like, man, this could really pay off or it could be really poor uh, depending on how, how things fall. So 14 million a year for a guy that hasn't stayed on the field or gotten more than six sacks. I just, I'm like, eh, I don't know. Um, but it does have a, but, uh, it does have a knack. It. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, but you, you have to give it to Peyton, right? I, I think his priorities are in the right place. I mean, it's QB, it's edge rusher. And, and I know we're going to get to D.J. Jones, right? A great run stopper. Yeah, that's actually the but, next one but, we're going to talk in, about. But in our division, if you don't have two guys flying off the edge, you're going to struggle. I mean, seriously, struggle. You are, especially in this yep. specific. Now, and, and part of that was not necessarily – I love his priorities, but I just don't know if Randy Gregory was the right option at this point. He could be. He, you know, he could end up being something great. But let's turn our attention to D.J. Jones. Obviously, that – spot was really the need for it was really increased by in by the vacated Shelby Harris because obviously Shelby Harris was part of the Russell Wilson trade um but DJ Jones came uh played for the 49ers previously we got three year 30 million dollar contract average 10 million a year um Ian we'll start with you once again um just want to see what are your thoughts on DJ Jones and do you feel like this is a a or an F or somewhere in between. Okay. Um, just to hark back real quick, um, Gregory does have a knack for creating turnovers. So I like that part. Um, that's, that's, oh, that's, hey, that's right. A, that's a plus. You yeah. get some fumbles. Fumbles and some, yeah. yeah. So I like that. Uh, but so DJ Jones, um, 
if you guys aren't familiar, he was on that show, Last Chance You. Didn't know Ooh. that. Um, yeah, that's a deep pull there. Yeah, deep pull. Deep pull. Yeah. <laughs> Eastern Mississippi. Um. We that was the one thing we struggled with. I love Shelby Harris, fan favorite. Mm-hmm. If you have to knock down a ball with one second left in the game to win the game, that's the guy you look for. <laughs> you want DT? You, you want, want him? You want he's got Shelby Harris. He's got hands. It's like he wears like mm-hmm. one of those foam fingers at the end of the game, and just knocks it down. Um, mm-hmm. but we we couldn't close anybody out in any of these games because we couldn't stop the run. That's the one that's thing we couldn't. No, people kept closing us out. Yeah, that's, yeah, we couldn't close games out. We, yeah, because you know, you know, they just start running it down our throat. Yeah, we just really could. Yeah, Shelby Harris is a better pass rusher, but DJ is a better run block, a run stopper, and that's what, really what we need. Yeah. That's what we need. We needed somebody to stuff that run, and he's been one of the best in the league at it. I think he was what second best last year, or was he? Was either one or one or two? He was he was very high. He's like him number, and, for sure. He's him and number Aaron one. Donald. When you're in the same conversation mm-hmm. with Aaron Donald, yeah, I'll take you. Um, so I honestly sad about Shelby Harris leaving, but you know you mm-hmm. you, you got to do what you got to do to get Russell Wilson. Um, mm-hmm. just you know, just a casualty of uh getting um a Hall of Fame caliber quarterback, and we mm-hmm. replaced him with stuff. We we replaced him with the with a strength of something we needed anyways. So I give, I really do give you the DJ acquisition. I give that an, a straight up, just an A, an A, not an A plus, not an A minus an A. Mm-hmm. A. Yeah, no, I agree with you, man. You checked all the boxes. Just the ability to stuff the run is so huge. You have Draymond Jones, who's going to be a better pass rusher. Uh, who's going to be doing, who's going to be filling that role quite a bit from the inside. And uh, yeah, I just think about that Browns game uh, where we got beat by Case Keenum and the third string running back because they just ran all over us. We couldn't do anything. You know, we brought ourselves with it within a, you know, within a touchdown uh, in the fourth quarter uh, with a chance to get the ball back, take the lead. And, and then they ran out what was like, Last six plus minutes of the clock. Yeah, or just ran like it. Yeah, I, just because we couldn't get a single stop that, in the run game. That's the whole thing. I was screaming at the TV. <clears throat> I almost shot, put it out the back door. Just because. Yeah, they, and they, they just, just ran the ball yeah. every play. <laughs> well, why? Why don't knew it was don't coming? Fix was not do broken about it. Yeah. So. So yeah. So I think it's a huge signing. I'm gonna give it an A plus. Because uh, nice. this has actually been one of my favorite signings of the off season so far, aside from Russell Wilson. Probably, probably my favorite. Um, signing. So I, I, I think it's I think it's a great signing. What about you, Kevin? Listen, you I think? agree. It, the guy's not you know big name, not a household name, but what a great run plugger. Last year, as Ian alluded to, DJ Jones ranked first in the NFL in run stop win rate. I don't know exactly how they measure that, but I'll take it. Number one in the NFL. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> and Denver ranked 15th against the run. And how many times, as you guys talked about, did we just – we couldn't get the ball back in the fourth quarter. It so, was at the worst times so, that we couldn't um, stop it. And here, here's a big difference between Shelby Harris and DJ Jones. Age. Shelby Harris could be 31 years old at the beginning of the season. That's true. Mm-hmm. He's old. We've got DJ Jones at 27. 
the guy's entering his mm-hmm. prime. I mean, this is – we significantly upgraded. Um, so mm-hmm. I think this was – yeah, if, if, if we didn't sign anyone – if we didn't sign a guy named Russell Wilson, this would clearly be be, be the signing of, of the year. I love it, um, and it, it, it really does shore up the D line. We've got a great secondary now. I think we we, we have the making for a D line to match the secondary. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I assume you're going to give that an A at least, a, right? Hey, hey, hey. My next guy is uh, is a guy who uh, we we signed uh, just a one year deal. Uh, just a one-year deal, um, but he did lead his team in tackles last year. That's linebacker Alex Singleton. Now, here's the thing about Alex Singleton is he's known as a special teams guy. He's known as a special teams kind of elite guy on special teams, which we need. so desperately need because our special <laughs> teams has been so awful for so long. Thank God Tom McMahon is gone. Uh, but... In addition to that, in addition to being such a key special teams player, he actually led the Philadelphia Eagles last year in tackles, in total tackles. 28 years old, um, and I just think this is going to provide huge depth at inside linebacker, uh, and it's only a $1.1 million uh, contract for one year. He may end up being the starter aside from Josie Jewell. He may end up because... Hearing this re- ramblings about Baron Browning maybe switching to the outside, but yeah, he may end up being our number one. But even if not, inside linebacker was such a hard spot for us to lock down last year because of injuries and whatnot. And at the very least, he's going to be a freak on special teams. Um, so this is another signing that I just absolutely loved. Uh, he had 120 tackles in 2020 and 137 last year uh, has just been insane in terms of uh, his ability to tackle. He's not going to be someone that you see, uh, you know, running backs breaking tackles. It's not going to be Alex Singleton on the wrong side of it. I can guarantee you that uh, I'm going to give this a, a minus. I love this signing too. Uh, Kevin, what do you think? <laughs> I agree. Young guy too, 28, Josie Jewell, 27. <clears throat> it looks like they're going <laughs> to – sorry, both started inside linebacker. We'll see. But um, you talk about a bargain basement price for a guy that that can tackle. Sounds like in a mm-hmm. lot of ways very similar to, to Jewell, just a hard nose, uh, run-stopping, um, you know, inside backer. So, um, you know, we're, we're, we're going to we've got people in the secondary that, that can cover people. I don't know how much we're going to be able to count on either Jewel or Single Singleton in coverage, but mm-hmm. great, great tackle tacklers. Uh, I, I like the signing and it was already alluded to. But the, uh, you know, the big bonus is special teams that he brings to the table. I mm-hmm. think you mentioned Which he was the special teams captain for the Eagles. And elite at it. And, and and those tackle numbers I talked about, he's played in 42 career games. Only 19 of them have been starts. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and he's had that many tackles in those years. Ian, what do you think? I'll give it an A. Yeah, because uh, especially for special teams. Because, uh, yep. I, mean, I mean, that's been something that's been so abysmal for, you know, ever. Like, it just we just haven't had great special teams. I, I can't remember the last time you we were like, dude, you see Denver Broncos special teams? Man, those <laughs> so dudes, bad. those dudes ball out. Um, yeah. You never see it. So, yes, yeah, so if you can, you can load up as many, you got to get these guys. Because, I mean, you know, like we saw in, you know, 
And Russell Wilson was there, as you saw in Super Bowl 48. That could, you know, I could turn the tide of a game real quick. But oh, um, it can absolutely. But yeah, so yeah, and I like 120 tackles. Um, he probably probably has a better avenue to start here than he probably did with the Eagles. So that's good. I still think we need some work on the linebacker position. I still wish we'd bring back Kenny Young. I, I, I like Kenny Young a lot. Yeah. I, I really liked Kenny Young. I think he'd be a great uh, guy to um, bring back. But but I give it an A. Let's move I on. I give it an A. Yeah, we're, we're, we're all on the same page. Great signing. Let's move on. Uh, next guy. Got a couple guys because we're mainly just going to be covering the guys who are uh, outside free agents. Not we'll, we'll, go, we'll quickly touch the guys that we retained, but really want to talk about guys that we're bringing in. Next guy is actually uh, to help, at least help replace... Uh, Noah Fant, who also left in the trade, tied in Eric Tomlinson, um, and I and I I'm gonna start with him because there's a couple things that I that I read about him. I kind of I truly did not know much about him when we signed him. Uh, played for the Ravens last year, yep. but here's the thing: he's not he's not a receiving tight end. That's that's gonna be Alberto. That's gonna be Okawebenam. So um, that that receiving tight end threat's primarily gonna be taken up by Alberto. But Tomlinson is, based on everything that I've heard, he's an elite, blocker. elite run blocker at the tight end position. Uh, obviously, the Ravens, they're a run-first team, uh, one of the best running teams in the NFL, and he was a big part of that. Uh, and one of the things that I, that I saw, and this is per Sports Info Solutions, Tomlinson has a blown block rate of only 1.2% over the course of his career, which is second-best among tight ends in the NFL last year. So that means only 1.2% of the time has he blown or screwed up his block, his blocking assignment on a, on a run play, which is, I was like, that's actually a really big deal, especially, um, you know, especially because blocking run blocking and stuff like that was, was actually an issue last year. We just had two running backs. that broke a lot of tackles. Um, oh so having a guy, especially cause Noah fan, Albert O, neither one of them were good run blockers. So having a guy that you brought in, who's an elite run blocker at that position, I, I, I think this is a great signing. I, I'm not going to give it an a, I'm going to give it a B, but, uh, just because he doesn't ha- he's not going to add much in the receiving game. Um, but I thought it was great signing. Ian, what do you think? Yeah, I'm about right. Yeah, B plus. Uh, even pretty much Thomason's basically a uh, a swing tackle that can catch like four or five balls a year. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's almost exactly right. <laughs> yeah, it's basically. I think he's. I think he's that for his career. It's either thirteen or sixteen receptions. He's like two hundred and sixty something pounds. Oh yeah, this guy's. He's just. A, he's just. But he he fits the scheme that we're trying to run. And yeah, like you mm-hmm. said, no offense, Albert Okwebenam, they can't block anything. No, it doesn't matter with no offense anymore. You know that's that's a that's a Seahawks problem now. But but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> amen. <laughs> yeah, good luck, man. Good luck, Carlson uh, and Richard Penny. Um, but I yeah, I get a I get a B B plus because it's something that we really needed. Um, I still like. Uh, I would hope to add maybe one more tight end, which I pro- mm-hmm. probably won't. Another pass could be guy. in the draft. Yeah, probably could in, the, in draft. the draft. Yeah, I got that guy out of Colorado State that's looking pretty darn good, and he'll probably be there at 
second round, but we won't, we'll talk about that when that comes up. Um, but, uh, yeah, I like it. Yeah. Cause we definitely needed a block of tight end and obviously Beck is basically a tight end slash fullback. So we needed a guy that's like, Hey dude, this is your job. Yep. And block. that is his job. Well, I like hey, Kevin. What do you think? Anything hey, you want to add? I, I, I like I like his name, Tomlinson. I remember another Tomlinson who was pretty good in the league. Pretty elite, yeah. Yeah, pretty elite. So Wrong if he's team. half as good as that, Tomlinson. Any relation? <laughs> yeah. So listen, and we don't have the right tackle solved, right? So it's true. This guy, you know, probably going to be lining up on the right side to help. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But. Um, yeah, th- th- this was a strategic signing. That's all it was. The guy can block. <clears throat> we have a yeah. need for a blocking tight end, as you as you uh, alluded to, uh, Austin. This guy's <laughs> ranking is towards the the very high of NFL tight ends in terms of his blocking ability. I think it's more he's more known as a run blocker than pass blocker, but yeah. n- nonetheless. He can block, and we haven't had somebody like that in a while. So I, I think it's a good, solid signing. I think he's going to be here one year, one and done, but that's fine. Uh, let's hope we shore up the tight end room in the draft. Give me a grade. Uh, B. B. Nice. We're on the same page. Got a couple more I want to touch on pretty quickly here. Actually, the next one I want to touch on is somebody that we signed today. I uh, don't know if you guys have gotten a, a lot of time to look into him yet. Uh, it's K1 Williams. I hope I'm saying that right. K1 Williams. It is. Uh, slot cornerback, uh, which I was really, really hoping we'd bring Bryce Callahan back, but I understand his injury concerns. Plus, sounds like they're still talking to Bryce Callahan. Excuse me. Based on what I've heard, sounds like they may still also be talking to Bryce Callahan in addition to this signing. K1 Williams, two-year deal. Uh I think seven and a half million was yeah. the uh, was the total for the contract. So it's a pretty small number, seven seven and a half something like that. Uh, but uh, thirty years old, so he's kind of, he's in that thirty year defensive back range. But he's been he's been very solid in in the nickel uh, nickel corner role over over the last few years in San Francisco. Um, Kevin, have you got a chance to really? Yeah, I, yeah, I saw that before we came on the air. But I, I, I think it's a, a depth move. I mean, it, it, it could be part of the the uh, you know the, uh, the 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 negotiation that, that, mm-hmm. that that's ongoing. But um, I don't know. I, I I don't have a strong opinion. I, I I would hope that we have somebody better playing the slot than than this yeah, guy. I, yeah. But uh, I, I think I think he's a nice depth piece. Beyond that, I don't think we're going to get much more. Got a grade? Uh, C. Right C in the right in the middle. Ian, what do you think? Uh, like Kevin said, depth guy. Uh, thirty years old. I trust San Francisco's defense. So if you could pluck anybody from San Francisco's defense, I think you got better, anyways. Um, obviously we got DJ Jones, plucked him, mm-hmm. and then this guy. Um, didn't yep. know a lot about it. I've heard his name. He's had a couple picks, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, yeah, death pick. I mean, I, I give it probably a B. It's, 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 you know, you're just, you're just penciling on a roster spot. Probably, you know, battling for that third. I, I mean, I mean, he might lose out to Usain Bassey. You know, you never know. Um, he could be, uh, cause I know on, uh, he played special teams for the 49ers. 
Yeah, I, I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give this a C minus, and and Ooh. not and not not that's not. I don't necessarily classify that as a bad signing, like I would a D or an F. But I I'm on the lower end of this. I'm, I would put myself in the lower end just because he's all, he is 30. So it's not like we got necessarily got much younger, if any. Um, necessarily get younger at the position. And if we end up rolling it, if this ends up being our nickelback signing, our cornerback, you know, our, our third corner signing, then I'm going to be underwhelmed. Uh, and that's not to say he can't outperform and do better than expectation for sure. He's not, he's by no means been an awful cornerback in the league so far, but he's been based on what I've seen. And I could be wrong, but uh, just reading, reading through what I have, he seems to be, he's been average. You know, he's now obviously it's very valuable to have a guy who's played so much nickel in his career. So that's important. And I'm, I am hoping like you guys are saying that it's more depth because a, a nickel corner is essentially your starter at that point, essentially. Oh, for sure. So if it's a depth signing, then okay. I think that's a great signing. If it's depth and we still get a true number three, like Callahan or not to say Chris Harris is a little old, but it'd be kind of a cool reunion if it was cheap. Um, right. Uh, you know, or whoever else, you know, I know like Stefan Gilmore is still out there and that's kind of the big name that's still out there for sure. But we, outside of him, we have Oja Mudia who remember was drafted essentially to be a starter, around, dude. but then he, uh, got injured and he was injured for a while. Um, so I, yeah, I'm going to give it a C minus for now, just because I'm, I'm, I would say because I'm fearful that they're planning on him being a starter, essentially being a Nick, the starting nickel corner. Um, but if that's not the case, I would probably elevate this to a B plus, honestly. So, um, what if, so yeah, what, what if Williams, you know, when he, you know, he just, he just inked the contract hasn't even dried yet. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to go on the, I'm going to go and see what the Broncos fans say. Think about this signing of me. And he comes across this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, he's going to hear it here first then. <laughs> like a C minus? Are they insane? Uh, C minus. Yep. Hey, C minus. Sorry, maybe, bro. Maybe he'll he'll come in with the chip on his shoulder. Yeah. Just prove to me prove wrong. Us wrong. Yeah. Prove it, me wrong. Maybe, I'll be in your corner. Trust oh, me. Oh yeah. I, all I want to see. I just want to see one of those stickers <laughs> on the back of the helmet, and it just says C minus. Just <laughs> <laughs> a constant reminder. <laughs> C minus. Oh, that'd be funny. Okay. Tom Compton. Okay, this guy. He's a he's a lineman, offensive lineman. Tackle is kind of the presumed idea. He's been a journeyman, 32 years old. Another guy who spent last year with the 49ers, 2021 to 49ers. I think he's he's been brought in along with Calvin Anderson to be competing for the starting right tackle position. Though there is another guy that they brought in for a visitation today, so maybe that materializes. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and grade pretty quickly here. I don't want to spend too much time on him, especially because it may not even be the end result for offensive linemen. Uh, he's played with the Red Sk- uh, football team. Commanders. I don't even know what to call him anymore. He Still played with Washington uh, <laughs> for the first four years of his career. Then he went to Atlanta. Then he went to the Bears. Then he went to the Vikings. Then he went to the Jets. Then he was with the 49ers the last two years. So he's bounced around. The plus for him is that he's he has started 44 games in his career, 
So he's got a lot of starting experience, which is very valuable. Um, but uh, his only season as a full-time starter was in 20, 2018 with the Vikings. He was penalized six times and allowed six sacks in 14 starts, which is not great numbers. So the hope is that, you you know, you get a guy like Russell Wilson, the hope is that that's not their last piece that they're adding for the offensive line. Um, but uh, I'm going to give it a C plus because I think, I think it's more of a depth signing based on the visit they had with the guy earlier today. The guy from um, uh, Seattle. Shell. From Shell, Seattle, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it. A, that, that's where. That's where I'm gonna sit for now. Listen, I, I'm okay Could with change. the signing. You know, we yeah. we're just throwing you know bodies at the offensive line, and and let's just see what shakes out. I mean, he he's your classic Jag, right? Just mm. another guy. Uh, he's got some experience. Uh, I sure hope he's not our starter over there. I suspect mm. Bobby Massey is probably a better uh player. he's still free agent though i'd prefer we i'd prefer bobby massey yeah so, so i'd rather i'd rather have him there and let's see what happens in the draft or see what happens with shell from seattle but man we've had a revolving door at right tackle we just cannot get that position nailed, nailed down, down. Yeah. um mm-hmm. you know i would like to see us uh invest you know, what What do we have this year? We gave up our first and second. We do have a second, uh, uh, you know, uh, luckily. A couple seconds. From the uh, Von One Miller second. trade. Yeah, oh, so uh, I wouldn't mind seeing us invest a second or a third in, in a right tackle, and, and, and hopefully we can bookend Garrett Garrett Bowles. I mean, thank goodness we've got Bowles on the left side. Um, it, it's got to focus on the right, let's, and let's see, let's see what the draft brings. But this is just another guy. I'll give it a C. Yeah. Ian, what do you think? C minus, like like both you guys said, just another body, you know. Just you know, it's it's got a pulse. Put it out there. Um, <laughs> he has a pulse. Yeah, I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast. Compton, oh my goodness, that is dark. <laughs> yeah, he should pass the physical. He has a pulse. <laughs> for, oh yeah, man, yeah, but like Kevin was saying, it has been a revolving door at right tackle for oh God, seven years. Even yeah, I mean it's been it's forever. It's something you were gonna have to address it in the draft. I mean, I would have thought they would have maybe tried to go after Lyle Collins, even though he's kind of yeah, a, he's, they he's might. think they of, did kind of a headache like uh or even Armstead, he got signed away. Yeah, but he's a left tackle. Well, I guess you could. Yeah, well, so is Lyle Collins. Yeah, but I think Lyle Collins is younger. You could usually you could you could mold a younger younger dude. To yeah. maybe go from left to right, you know, but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just throwing bodies, you know, like Bobby Massey would probably be the best option that we have right now. Um, still not a great option, but I, I mean, yeah, they did what Anderson and Compton. I mean, they might as well just, just put the tight end there. Just put Thomason in there. Mm-hmm. Just convert him into a. Into her right tackle. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. No. So I am going to. Uh, I'm going to rattle off some names here because we got We. I don't want to. You know, we're getting. We're getting to the hour mark now. I'm just going to rattle off some names here, uh, and I just want. I just want a quick grade from you guys. If you have a a, a quick tidbit to, to mention on them, um, feel free. But I'm just going to rattle off a couple guys. Obviously, Andrew Beck. I'm going to give that a B. Ian, what do you think? 
B plus. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm going to agree at B plus. I really like him. Yeah, I, he's definitely a likable guy. I like him a lot. Calvin Anderson. I'm going to see. I'm going to say, C. well, no, no, no. I'm going to say C plus. I'm going to say C plus. I'm going to say C. I'm going to say C on that. I'll go C plus. He's he's versatile. Um, I I I think he's going to make the roster uh, for sure. I give him a C plus. At least as a swing. Yeah. Um, next guy, Ben Braden. Uh, came from uh, uh, Green Bay Packers. Played with uh, oh, guard. Hackett last year. Uh, what do you guys What do you guys think? F. 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 Dude's never. He's he's played like six snaps his entire career. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, well, how do you even grade the guy that? I mean, I, I don't know. I'll give him a D. I'm going to grade on a curve. I'll give him a D. I feel like it's like Hackett's drinking buddy or something. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Played six snaps. He's depth. He's just depth. He's just depth. Uh, you got you need, you need depth. I'm going to I'm going to give it a uh, I'm going to give it a C minus. Uh, I don't. I don't hate it. It's it's at least familiar to our coaching staff. Um, uh, Josie Jewell, two year deal, brought him back. I'm gonna give this an A minus. Well, I love Josie Jewell. A plus. A A A A. I love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, love it. Big motor, leadership skills, hustle, tackle. I mean, he, we need so intelligent. We need so guys like that on the D. Yeah. I love it. And he, I was it so isn't he also the back. defensive signal caller? He was. Yeah, yeah. and he'll, he'll, he'll resume injured. those duties, I'm sure. Started looking, and he started really coming alive before that injury last year too. He yeah. looked really good, so I'm very, very happy about that. Uh, D lineman Deshaun Williams Ooh. brought him back. B plus. A- I like him. A minus. Yep. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it an A minus too. I I really like Deshaun Williams. He's had his moments. Uh, J R Reed. This is kind of incomplete for me. Depth signing, a pure. I would say purely better be a depth signing. Um, I'm think? gonna. I don't know. I don't even know how to grade this one. I'm gonna say C. Put it right in the middle. See the safety special teams. Yeah, safety. Yep, safety. Jr. Reed. Yeah. How do I get it mixed up with PJ Locke? Jr. They the same guy. PJ Locke was already on the already on the roster. Jr. Reed. Oh, that's right. That's the right. They brought. Okay, Jr. Reed. They brought in from where? Rams. Giants. Uh, Giants. Giants. All right, well, so I, he, I, he has spent time with. Uh, so uh, he was with the Rams. Played seven games with the Rams in 2020. Okay. And then was with the was with the the only snaps that he took in the league last year was with the Giants. All right. Well, I, I'm clearly not in a position to give this guy any kind of grade. I don't even know who he is. Okay, that's fine. So. It's a it's a pure special teams move. It's an incomplete. I'm gonna yeah. I yep. Yeah, I don't. I'm gonna move on. Uh, <laughs> Josh Johnson, quarterback. Oh man. Ooh, you, uh, uh, all right. Let, let, let me jump in. And, and I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna, you got I'm, thoughts. I'm gonna. I, I have thoughts. Let me tell you why he's here. He's here for one reason and one reason only. You ready? Russell Wilson I'm wanted ready. him here. Okay. I can promise you he's here because Russell Wilson wanted him here. Um, I don't know if they ever played together, they've ever crossed paths, but you know, uh, you, you're looking for a guy that is highly compatible with Wilson. You're looking for a guy who can be a quasi coach in the QB room. Listen, if this guy ever takes the field, we're done for the season. Um, so 
I think he's just a good fit with with well with with Wilson. And if that's the case, and Wilson likes him and signed off on it, yeah, I'll give it a B plus at least. But he, you know, we're not bringing him in here because we think he's going to win games for us. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully, he's just a good addition to the QB room. Mm-hmm. Josh Johnson, I'm pretty sure his cross has with everybody on the planet. Yes, yeah, he's 14. Hell of a football. <laughs> like, I, I gotta look that up. Let me see if really, he ever... four, it's 14 teams. He's played for 14 teams. I think he's played for four different leagues too. I think they created a league for him. <laughs> <laughs> when he was unemployed, they're like, eh, we'll just give him a league. They didn't bring the guy no, in got... without running it past Wilson. So they I must, remember they when he was know. drafted, I. I, I, I've, I've seen him play live in Tampa when he was drafted in 09. Yeah. Wow. He actually wasn't that bad of a quarterback at all. It's just, you know, Freeman was better at the time. And, you know, I just kind of hopped around. and he was, a, he was a limbo quarterback. Kind of was just always in limbo. Yeah, he's like a, he's like a skinnier Geno Smith. Uh, what kind of grade are you going to give him? I'll give that one a C plus. I mean, yeah, C I mean, plus? yeah, yeah, yeah. If, you know, if Russ goes down, you know, I'm going to say a little bit about this. I don't want to spend a lot of time, but I'm going to say a little bit. I just want to say Josh Johnson, 35 years old. Good lord, uh, you ain't <laughs> developing him. That's for sure. Um, he's 35 years old. He did have. Uh, he started nine games in his career so far. He did have two 300 yard games last year in in, in backup duty. Uh, one of which he completed seventy percent of seventy percent of his passes. I watched uh, those which games. Which I thought was yeah, which I thought was pretty impressive, and that was uh, filling in for in Baltimore with, yeah, b- yeah. with the Ravens after Jackson and Huntley. Went you out. literally could um, not tell the difference between the two. It was funny. Couldn't tell. It was yeah. So he looked good in his in his two appearances last year. Um, even though he's thirty five years old, I think he's great for being a veteran addition and for dirt cheap now you know i i think i think the backup quarterback position should hold more value than it does especially you know i think of uh just situations where you have a backup quarterback come in or start a couple games and they're just absolute trash uh you know i think you know just six and a half million dollars for a backup quarterback i would have taken teddy taken teddy back but here's the thing i think teddy knows something i I'm not convinced that they're starting two all all next year, based on uh, uh, the press conference that they had. Nice trash. Uh, which something was the, a ball was dropped over there in terms of the press conference. But uh, I don't know if you guys heard what was said, but it was basically didn't sound like. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we could always... but aside from that, I mean, there's. I think he fit, he fits the mold of a backup quarterback pretty well. If he can come out and throw 304 yards, 70% completion in instead of a, you know, hopefully never injured Russell Wilson, uh yeah. I'll I'll take that. I'll take that all day long. By the way, you know? by the way guys, um if you can find me a Josh Johnson San Diego Fleet jersey, I told you the guy played everywhere. Yeah, no, that's who he played for, San Diego Fleet in 2019. That was with the, with the Alliance AAF. Alliance of American Football League. Where have they gone, man? I got a satellite dish just so I could watch. They didn't even they didn't even last the full year. Yeah, I mean, oh, but you know who the head coach was there, Mike Martz. 
Oh yeah. Oh, what? Yeah, Mike, yeah, Mike Bartz. Bartz. Maybe Bartz put in a good word for him. Maybe but, that's uh, Anyway, yeah, we probably spent too much time on this guy. Well, yeah, I'm, we're gonna move in on a, in a couple of weeks. You know, you know, you know who's gonna be the best backup in the league? Who? Baker Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't think he's gonna start somewhere? We'll see. It's nope. not looking good. <laughs> yeah, it's not looking good. So they, they, so somebody, so what I heard, somebody offered a trade. Like they offered a trade, and they're like, "Hey, we want to, um, we want a third round pick for Baker." And then the team, it didn't say the team, but it said the team goes. No. Why don't you give us a third round pick to take on his contract? Take him off your hands. <laughs> yeah. He's getting the Brock Osweiler treatment. Are you He's getting the Brock Osweiler treatment, dude? Ed. Oh Damn. no. So so what what's He's the not issue? that he, bad. You know, but he He's know. not that bad. The issue the issue the issue is so many teams already filled that role and now all the other teams know the Browns have to get rid of him. Yeah, so they can lowball. He him. said he's not coming back, and then they got Watson. So and they, they know, know he's the Browns have to get rid and of him. And then they signed uh, Brissett to be the backup behind Watson. The only team. What about the, the Panthers? Only team what, what, that would what, trade for him? Possibly Seahawks. is what the about Seahawks. the Panthers? Which apparently they they're in no? talks. Yeah. They said no. Yeah, the the Panthers said yeah. They're like we're good with Sam Darnold. <laughs> they said no. <laughs> uh, last thing I want to do. Last thing I want to do is I want to run through. I want to run through some some free agents, primarily Broncos unsigned free agents, and I want I all I want just because we're 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 out of time. All I want from you guys is a yes or a no in terms of whether or not you're in favor of them re-signing with the Broncos or signing with the Broncos if it's not a former Bronco. Yes, one-year deal. We'll start with Bryce Callahan. Yes. Yes, yeah. I no, say yes to Kareem Jackson. Point. Yes, one-year deal. I say yes, two-year deal. Melvin Gordon. Uh, he's good. He's yes, good. If we, yeah, if we get him on a cheap three or four million, absolutely. I say no. Williams, make him the absolute number one, no competition, and bring somebody in. Uh, not to say that I would be mad if we resigned him. Just okay, Mike saying, Boone. That's my preference. Yes. Uh, Bobby Massey. I think we kind of touched on this. Yes. No. No. I say yes, too. Uh, Bobby Wagner. Yes. I say no. I say yes. Do not want him. Not super expensive contract. If it's super expensive, let him go. Don't even try. Okay. I'll pass. Nate Hairston. I, I don't have a thought. I don't have an opinion. No. <laughs> pass. <laughs> He played a lot for us last year. Uh, I'm going to say no. He did. Uh, yes. Kenny Young. Ian, yes. you already mentioned this. Ian's yes. a yes. That's I'm a, a yes. Guy, he's falling off. Kevin, you're a yes. Alexander Johnson. Yes. You've said yes to every player, Ian. I'm going to say no. I don't. I, Jewel, he, 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 I, I think you don't want to see the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Not coming back. I'm I think Kenny. No. I think Kenny Young's better. I, 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 I 
Okay, I'm saying no either way. Uh, Stephen Weatherly. All right, I know I'm y- yes again, and I know I'm. This sounds, but yeah, actually You're just spitting yeses, dude. I'm not trying to. Weatherly is a great pass rusher, and we can't have enough pass rushers. Yet. I'm gonna say yes as a depth pass rusher for cheap. Kevin, what do you think? Agreed. Agreed. Right. The only only worry is I don't want anyone to block uh, Jonathan Cooper to get playing time. True. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Eric Sauber, well tight end. Year in a limited capacity. Um, oh boy. I'll go yes. I say yes. This go, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I'd say no. Ian, say no. I'm going to give you no because no. you've said yes. No, time. go get Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> so long. Deontay Spencer. No. No. I mean, it's the only reason to have him is to return punts, and he didn't do that well. <laughs> yeah. We're we're all on the – we're all on the – No. Poor – he didn't – he hasn't done that well in a long time. <laughs> uh, let me see if Drew there's Locke any more that – that we that I'm that I'm missing here, uh, none that I'm missing. One thing I do want to mention is I think uh, I think I think uh, Malik Reed kind of got screwed on his tender. Oh, he did. I don't know if you guys know anything about this. He's a restricted. He was a restricted free agent. Yep. They gave him a tender, but it yes. was only a a right of first refusal yep. tender. Um, do you guys know what that means? We we can beat it. Yeah, other teams will be allowed to make Reed an offer, and if he signs with an offer sheet from another club, Denver will only have the right to match that offer. Yep, if 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 he if they lose him, they get no compensation. So, I thought that was. I think they should have put a tender on him. I think they should put it like a second round tender or something on him. But I'm gonna put a second rounder on him. Yep, I think he's 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 a quality quality depth or 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 rotational pass rusher. So. Uh, anyways, would you guys be mad think, if we got Tyron Matthew? Oh, Tyron Matthew, I would be mad. You you don't like him? You don't like him? Uh, I okay. Let me rephrase that. I would be very neutral. I I I think he has some play left. In, I would honestly rather bring back Kareem Jackson for who would absolutely be cheaper. Oh, he would definitely be cheaper. It would absolutely be cheaper, and then have Caden Stearns be yeah. groomed to take over. Yeah, Kevin and I talked about that. I think Caden Sturds is the dude over there. He could be. Could end up being that. So, uh, yeah, so no, I, I don't necessarily want Tyron Matthew. I wouldn't hate it, but I'd be very neutral if it happened. Right. Um, I think it's I think it's too much money for what he's worth at this point. It's a ton of money. Yeah. Anyways, sorry. Uh, that is a long podcast, but uh, we had a lot to talk about. I mean, especially with Russell Wilson coming in, it had been a minute and a lot of things have happened. So uh, I'll hope, we hope, I should say, uh, that you guys had a good time listening to our thoughts, which are the fan perspective. That is the fan perspective. We don't claim to be experts, nor will we ever pretend to be experts. We're just diehard fans, just like you guys, you listeners, um, who just like to talk about Broncos and, and uh, get our thoughts kind of out in the airwaves, if you will. Uh, so, uh, Kevin, Ian, you guys have Let's anything ride. you want to close with before we get out of here? Not really? I think, yeah, let's ride. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's. Broncos country, let's ride. Broncos Russell country. Russell Wilson, we love you. I am yeah. so, so happy we have that man now. Yeah, You know it's awesome? Okay. You know what's awesome is the guy before he even walks in. This is I was talking to Kevin about this. Before he even walks in to Dove Valley, 
He goes and visits <laughs> the kids at the at the at the at the hospital. Oh, I know what a guy. Bro. No, he, he's, oh, he's a man. pro. Like bro. Ian said, he's just a oh, pro. Oh, I love this guy. Everything he this does guy. is first class. That is class. Uh, we're not going to have any off-field issues with this guy, that's for sure. Yeah. And I think he's just going to elevate the character of the entire team, the culture of the team. I mean, it's just that's such a sure. positive move. I don't. There's. I don't. I can't think of a move this off season that could have been better. Uh, let me think about that it. We could I probably have done could come up with a few. That wouldn't. What? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I think <laughs> the only move that is unrealistic could never possibly happen. That would have been better. Trade a six round pick for Patrick Mahomes, straight up. Oh yeah, straight up. You know, just gonna catch that would arguably that would have been Reese better. Drunk. <laughs> arguably that would have been better. That would have been better. <laughs> Only because we would have weakened a, div- a, weakened a division foe. opponent. That, that's, that that's it gives a slight right. edge to the mom side. Slight edge. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, from Kevin, from Ian, from myself. Thank you for listening. and Have a great night. Thanks for listening to the D-Bronx Podcast. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you are at it, help us out by leaving a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts.